One, two, three. <laughs> it sounded like you punched someone. <laughs>Welcome to Horse and Aloud, arguably one of the best Australian Bojack Horseman podcasts. I'm Jamdis Alice. And I'm Paige Winkle. And today we watched season 5, episode 11, The Penalty. That's yep. not what it's called, but it is that. <laughs> it's called The Showstopper. Ah, yep. <laughs> this is definitely an episode of an episode 11 of Bojack. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's got the fuck, it's got the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even pick up on the fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, the show starts and we're, like, watching the TV show. The TV show Bojack Horseman? No. The TV show Philbit. Uh, I, I can't even tell the difference sometimes. <laughs> Lately. Previously on Philbert. Um, Alright, so we see how his wife and partner died. Hang on, I j- is Philbert a horse? Whoa. <laughs> like, it just occurred to me that, like, canonically he needn't be, because Bojack plays Mr. Peanut Butter in something, and he doesn't wear, like, a yeah. dog mask. When people play horses, they wear horse heads? Yeah. But I don't know, I feel like in the Bojack universe, unless it's canon confirmed that someone is the same species as the the actor, it's sort of ambiguous. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like how sometimes in in cinema now, white actors will play characters of other races. (laughs) That's just a fun Hollywood thing. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the colour grading in Filbert is really, like, grey, and the lighting is really dark, but that just means that they've put more effort into lighting it, because, like, Bojack doesn't really have lighting, usually. Uh, It's kind of flat colour. And I swear to God, there's a slight vignette effect, like the corners of the screen are just dark in the Filbert bits. Those effects bleed into when Bojack is doing a Filberty thing Mm. in in his Bojack life. Yeah, so we see how his wife and his partner died. His partner, who's paid by Mr. Peanut Butter, strangled his wife, and then Filbert shot his partner. And yeah, I've just got some rough things. So Sassy is very into him still. And then, <laughs> oh yeah, we find out this is the start of season two. Yeah, so it's we've got like a two month time skip. And then we get to see the credits for Filbert. I've got a lot about the the, cre- the Filbert credits. <laughs> okay. There's a lot, there's let's... a wealth of things there if you slow it down. Okay, let's dive in. It takes the form of an edgy song with a camera panning across a corkboard very unpredictably. <laughs> like, there are some bits where it just, like, whooshes past things that if you pause it, you can read the whole thing. There are a lot of post-it notes, which I will now read out in a hard-boiled voice with the Filbert opening theme playing under it. Why do they call her sassy? This goes all the way to the top. There is a trouble. Ticket neighbor's car. <laughs> Check dark web. Buy more pushpins. Don't trust orphans. Leap year conspiracy. More bodies, more problems. Murder. <coughs> Fuck. <laughs> Pay the gardener. 
So that's all fun. Well done, bravo. <laughs> Thanks. There's a lot of other shit in there. He's just pinned his own LAPD badge <laughs> onto the corkboard, which is really funny to me. Um, there's some some <laughs> some hundred dollar bills, which if you look at them, they say United States of Russia, and they have Putin on them. I saw Putin. I didn't put that together though. If you look at the map, and also the map that we see in, like, actual Bojack, so it's Hollywood instead of Hollywood, but Inglewood is rendered as Inglewoo, <laughs> which is fun. I wonder if the D got stolen from that <laughs> at some point, or if that this is just kind of a, a rule that has been applied to all places that end in wood in the same way that town got abbreviated to ton. Yeah. There's a receipt from Trader Goats instead of Trader Joe's. Philbert bought some organic eggs and some truffle oil. The post-it that says, why do they call her sassy? It's crossed out. <laughs> and then <laughs> one of the first things in season two is he's being like, it's cause you're sassy. <laughs> There's a fortune cookie fortune that says, friends close, enemies closer. <laughs> Okay, and I took some screenshots of some, like, newspaper articles Ooh, that okay. appear. Police officer Sergeant Feather Mills spoke with the press early this invest- My throat hurts from doing the Filbert voice. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip of my water. <sighs> Drink water. The hydrator. Sergeant Feather Mills spoke with the press early in the investigation, stating that the victim had been chewed and pecked, but that the 73 stab marks on the body were likely what caused the victim's demise. <laughs> Speaking with Danny Upton, who first found the body, Upton tells us emphatically, There was a lot of blood! A lot! I was ankle deep in the red stuff before I realised I was standing on his hand! Mm. Upton's account seemed to check out. The cuffs on his jeans were crimson and still had the shine of freshness. (laughs) Another trespasser, who wished to remain anonymous, stated, I had just finished peeing under the bridge and was zipping up when I heard a sloshing sound. That's when I realised my bro was standing in some dead dude's blood! It was a lot of blood! (laughs) The third witness, who wished to be identified only as Murphy, stated, We were just minding our own business, you know? You don't expect to be expressing yourself creatively in the river at 3am and find something like this. Blood is gross! And (laughs) there was a lot of blood! LAPD have decided not to charge the tagging trespassers due to their reporting the dead guy and being downright good Samaritans. All three duck trespassers are being offered- sorry, there's something- there's a a piece of red string obscuring this bit. Have been offered counselling, paid for, blah blah blah, tax blur. No suspects have been arrested yet. We're sponging through every drop of blood for clues, Sergeant Mills told us. (laughs) It may take a while. There's a lot of blood. (laughs) Detective honoured with novelty mug. (laughs) And there's a picture of someone holding number one PI mug. It was a stellar day for Detective Philbert. You can imagine how festive the station is on a normal day. Add some balloons, a punch bowl filled with Hawaiian punch and 7-up, and a sandwich platter, (laughs) and the place is like Mardi Gras. (laughs) (laughs) What? I can't read this bit. This is an annoying way to read something. Not only was Philbert awarded a faux parchment certificate with rub-on calligraphy... Lettering, but also a robin egg blue mug with the cheery graphic, number one PI. Save yourself a Google search. It stands for private investigator. (laughs) 
Philbert has been jockeying for this award for years. Blah, 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 can't read that. It's a shame that people go to the trouble of writing these whole things and then you, like, can't read all of them in the final version because they're covered with things. Yeah. Upon receiving the mug and overcome with emotion, Detective Philbert marched and sang in front of Detective Belafonte's desk, blue mug raised high above his head. I got a mug! I'm number one! <laughs> Your spleen could use a hug because it got shot with a gun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a music fan. <laughs> Belafonte broke down crying. He just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed uncontrollably. He couldn't stop, said Detective Raven. He ran out of the station blubbering something about going to the cleaners to pick up his second uniform. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> On a sad and unrelated note, late this afternoon, Detective Belafonte was found in a strip mall parking lot, dead at the wheel. He had a cleaning bag wrapped around his head, a clean uniform laying in the passenger seat, and a half-eaten something soaked tear-soaked, probably, tear-soaked crawler on the dashboard. An investigation into his death has begun. Newly awarded Detective Filbert offered, we are calling the killer the dry-cleaning strangler. Belafonte deserved to go in a more glorious way, maybe even with a third bullet in his spleen, Filbert added. Wow. So that's all fun, yeah. what little we can read. That shows dark, isn't it? So, like, I guess he committed suicide because Filbert made fun of how he got shot in the spleen with a song, yeah. which is rude. Traffic improves slightly on 405 because of 3 million perishing in nuclear holocaust <laughs> by Kelly Wine. If you survived the recent nuclear missile strikes all around Southern California, it's highly probable you are breathing a sigh of relief on the freeways. It took me only 90 minutes to drive from Long Beach to Carson, gleeful commuter Pixie Prickleback said during an interview conducted. <laughs> Can't see much of that. But I think it says while I ran along her something <laughs> car. Right, yeah, while he ran alongside the car. That's funny. I bet that she's yeah. some kind of porcupine or something because of the prickleback thing. Yeah. Animals. Okay. Oh, and there's also a flyer for someone selling fingerprint dusting kits to support the Girl Scouts. Oh, that's interesting. Kinda. <laughs> that's everything I got. I just noticed when they zoom out that the the bit, bits that aren't covered by evidence and things they make the shape of a horse whoa that's pretty cool bojack's in the shape of a horse it's a little bit wait hang on is philip in the lapd or is he a private investigator huh i don't think you can be a private investigator and work for the police no but all signs point to him working for the police yeah. Like, he's a police detective. He's not a private investigator. That's a totally different thing. It is. I don't think this is a good show. <laughs> I think they've done a bad. <laughs> You'd think Diane would have picked up on that in the first season, though. Um, yeah, so then we cut to, like, what it looks like after the nukes have hit. <laughs> a bird flies by wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah, nice like, like from Fallout. That was a nice reference. Are they specific to Fallout? Yeah, the, the colors? And blue ones are, aren't they? Okay. Okay. Then we jump to a bit in the car, and it's not in the TV show. It's just in the TV show. The air is thick with the stench of death, and the hospitals are delivering some very wacky babies. How would you even... Like, surely there must be way higher social tolerance for mutants in the Bojack universe, because they're pretty used to people, like, deviating morphologically from... As long as it's the head... <laughs> 
awesome wings, awesome extra limbs. But if someone had a tail, they would all lose their fucking minds and burn the baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They reopened the yogurt land near me. Sometimes even mushroom clouds have a silver lining. Hey, partner, looks like you're getting soft. Serve frozen yogurt. <laughs> now I continue to see why they call you sassy. Cut. Bojack, I told you not to eat the prop food. That fake yogurt costs $500 a cup. I also really like the line, sometimes even mushroom clouds have a silver lining. But it's not that practical. Might be soon. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Trump okay. just withdrew from a, a Cold War era nuclear arms treaty with Russia. Oh, did he? Yep. Oh, Trump. Yep. Oh, God. If you're listening to this in your bunker, um, good on you for downloading this before the nukes. Yeah, good timing. Wi-Fi is going to be the first thing to get nuked. Yeah. I recommend the podcast Bunker Buddies if you want survival <laughs> information. I actually literally have, like, Bunker Buddies is one of the few podcasts that I still have all of the, like, direct download files saved to my hard drive. <laughs> like, in a scenario where I permanently lose access to the internet, Bunker Buddies is going to be the one I really need, probably. It's like a survival manual, but fun. Yeah, exactly. It's entertaining, but you're also learning about your new life. Yeah. Man, it would be such a bittersweet experience listening to that in the bunker. Yeah. If I was in, like, a literal bunker after a literal apocalypse, and they're just like, ha ha ha, imagine being trapped in a bunker. What movie would you want in there? And I'd be like, fuck, I wish I had a movie. Yeah. They hate you, Travis. Yeah. And Andy. Yeah. And various guests. I just wanted to mention about the frozen yogurt. In the TV show The Good Place, um... For the frozen yogurt, they use mashed potatoes. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, because it wouldn't melt. Yeah. It's like how for ice cream ads, they have that, like, clay that's yeah. kind of, like, that, like, just acts like ice cream. Yeah, that stuff's really interesting. And I think in whipped cream and shaving cream. Frozen stuff can't even stand up to literal, like, short amounts of time. I imagine being under television lights would be bad for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So Bojack and Gina are driving through L.A., and they're getting recognized from the show. I've done so many TV shows, but this is the first one that's kind of turned me into a star. The weird part is I'm not secretly bitter and jealous. I like seeing her happy, but I still have this little rancid itch saying something isn't right. It's like there's always something lurking just beyond the horizon. The narration voice we heard in Philbert we now hear Bojack doing about his real life. And he's never had an internal monologue, except in the piece of shit episode, I guess. But that was different. That was very stream of consciousness. This is yeah. like full on narrative internal monologue in the same way that you would have it in a TV show, say, Philbeard, <laughs> as it was released in Sweden. Philbeard, a the vichier. Okay. My main exposure to Swedish accents has been the Swedish chef. Okay. Oh, Bojack has, like, this brief flashback to the show. And it's it's triggered by camera flashes, and it seems like lights trigger a lot of his episodes. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious now whether there are any opiate painkillers that have photosensitive triggers for psychosis. Yeah. Like, is this a real thing? Hmm. Do you want to take the time to Google it? I have no internet. You can if you want. Uh, I don't really care that much. I've wondered aloud. That's all I need. Okay. <laughs> also, Bojack sees the 
inflatable filbert flying through the sky. There's a couple of shots in the background when they get stopped by people who want to take their photos. Um, I think we've seen Marmoset there would be days like this, but I didn't mm. recognize the Potterubon. No. Which was a nice touch, especially because I wouldn't expect most Americans to know what a Potteroo is. Look, honestly, I don't know what a Potteroo is. Please enlighten me. They're like a small marsupial. We had them a lot in Tasmania. I don't know if they're around on the mainland. Do you know what a patty melon is? Uh, no. I've Google them and searched them. Okay. They're pretty cute. They're just like a little, like, rabbit-sized, kangaroo-y, kind of rodent-y looking thing. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at them, I recognize them from things. <laughs> Probably chocolate, to be honest. You know those, the, the wild animal chocolate stuff? Oh, right. I thought you were confusing them with bilbies. Yeah, no, that's have... what I was thinking of. Maybe. Okay, because we have, we have Easter bilbies in Australia. I mean, fuck loads of Easter bunnies, too, still. Easter bilbies are like a fun novelty. But... <laughs> what I was thinking of was um, furry friends. Yeah, furry those? friends were fun. Yeah. yeah, That's a very Australian reference. Yeah, they were bits of chocolate that had native animals and facts thereabout. They were rad. In the scene where everyone's taking pictures of them, the baby in the stroller is also taking a photo on a phone. <laughs> and then we go back to the show, and um, Philbit and Sassy are in bed, and they get a call, and then we, like, you know, it pulls back, and we see the set. Why do you still use a landline? That was my wife's landline. It's not just a landline, it's a rotary dial. I used to. I've seen one of those, like, once in my life. My grandparents had one, so I've seen one multiple times. I think the one I saw was at, like, a friend's house. Nice. But Bojack talks to Flip about the script. The strangling looks fake. You want me to roll my eyes back and stick my tongue out? <laughs> yeah, let's try that. <laughs> Gotta say, on the rewatch, all these bits about making the strangling realistic, pretty disturbing. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a shadow, but it's before instead of after. They should oh, come yeah. up with a name for that. <laughs> From now on, whenever like, whenever an event in the show, in any kind of media, has consequences, I'm going to refer to those consequences as aftershadowing. <laughs> like, when I was like, man, remember when my wife got killed? I'm going to be like, man, that's, that's good aftershadowing of the wife killing. <laughs> Ooh, a here's idea. a fun fact about shadows for people. Mm -hmm. um, every shadow has three parts. That have specific names, which is the penumbra, the antumbra, and the umbra. Ooh, okay. I don't know what order they are, but it's like the, the deepest and lightest parts of the shadow. Oh, how do you remember stuff like that? Um, I know that one because there's a drone song called Penumbra, and I was like, what's that mean? And I looked it up and I was like, that's interesting, maybe I'll say it on a podcast one day when it's almost relevant. Oh, okay. Good plan. <laughs> I just absorb information a lot. I do, but it's always that use useless stuff. Oh, yeah, because the names of the three bits of the shadow is super useful. <laughs> no, but it's, like, interesting. My stuff's all bullshit. It's about, like, celebrities and shit. People what? like celebrities. Celebrities are, by definition, interesting. That's why they're celebrities. <laughs> so, Gina and Bojack talk about the script. 
the story with the chief. I think it's stolen from my life. I mean, I, I also had a male boss who died, Herb Kazaz. Seems like a coincidence. The chief is named Basil, like basil, which is an herb, like herb. I just don't think anyone would use a story from your life without telling you. Diane would. She's not writing on the show anymore. What's going on with you? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. He's getting somewhat paranoid. Yeah, Bojack is convinced that there is some kind of conspiracy going around. Um, so then, Bo then, oh, then Bojack goes to Flip's office to get some information. Flip has some new stuff up on his pinboards. Yeah. Act one: Filbert losing touch with reality. Some trippy self-identity shit. Weird <laughs> dream. Act two: Sassy gets emotionally naked and also naked naked. <laughs> Act three: Filbert discovers truth about Fritz. Filbert discovers truth about himself. And then show ideas. Can ghosts go underwater? Gritty ghost striptease. Bukowski. <laughs> I don't know who Bukowski is. <laughs> no, neither do I. I'll have a little well, Google, see if there's anybody we should talk about. I do like, can ghosts go underwater? It's a good question. Especially given that this is a universe where just anyone can go underwater pretty easily, it seems like, with that <laughs> thing. But yeah, if I was a ghost, I would either explore under the water or explore, like, the moon or whatever. Depends what the rules are. Um, Charles Bukowski is a German-born American poet, novelist, and short story writer whose writing was influenced by the social, cultural, and economic ambience of ambience of his <laughs> home city, Los Angeles. They just got some real inspiring ambulances there. <sighs> they do. You ever notice that ambulances say "emergency ambulance" on them? No, do they? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. What? What other kinds are there? <laughs> well, sometimes they transport people and it isn't an emergency. I guess, but they don't add the word emergency to it when they're doing it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what point. the siren is. Yeah. Huh. All right, there'll be a reason for that, but it'll be really obscure. I mean, maybe it's just that if people don't know the word ambulance, they're pretty likely to know the word emergency. Like, there would yeah. be a very small number of people who don't know ambulance but do know emergency. Maybe emergency is like. I was going to say it goes across languages, but it probably doesn't. I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think languages have different ones for that. Like, and, like, there is there is no more universal a language than... <laughs> I'm so glad I turned you down earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. I Aww. did it into my hand. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, Listeners, if you just nearly fell off your bike, don't ride your bike with headphones on. It's dangerous. Or just do what I do and accept the risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, once a dog barked in the, like, right into the microphone on Ono, Ross, and Carrie and they didn't, like, deamplify it or anything and it scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah. It's so terrifying. Oh yeah. What are you accusing me of? You think I can't come up with my own ideas? Those popsicle guys signed a release. Popsicle guys? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Something's going on. I must be singing a song called Crazy because everyone's treating me like a patsy. Hey, buddy, is everything okay in here? Yeah, I'm fine. Really? Because this trailer belongs to Stingray Leota. <laughs> oh, um... Stingray... Oh, I missed that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Ray Liotta is, but I did like the character design of Stingray Liotta. Uh -huh. Putting a Stingray head on a humanoid body makes for a very weird kind of thing. <laughs> they are very much recognisable by the pancakey body and their flippy tail. <laughs> Fun fact, 
But stingrays and sharks date back to a common ancestor, which you can kind of tell when you look at them. But the stingrays evolved from one of those common ancestors that got run over by a steamroller. <laughs> Bojack, I care about you. And also the 218 other people who will be out of a job if you spin out like you usually do. What's in those pills you keep taking? How about if you really cared, you should have been there the day I fell off a building. I but no, you had other important business to attend to. Bojack? You're doing a great job making me feel like you give a shit. You're going to be an awesome mom. <sighs> Here's what's going to happen. You're going to take the rest of the night off. You're going to get some sleep. And when you come back, you're going to be professional. You're going to be courteous. And you're going to have your shit together. Fine. How does the water not go out of the trailer? Yeah. Because, like, you can see a wide shot of it where you can see that it comes up to, like, a few inches up the door. But there's no, like, extra thing added to the door to stop it all just coming out when they open the door. Yeah. (laughs) Nice world building. (laughs) Yeah, so Bojack... And Gina are lying in their bed. I can't sleep. Uh, yeah, you mentioned. Flip was acting very suspicious. <sighs> he sure was. Eight hours ago, but we're home now and it's four in the morning. Yeah, she's moved in, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bojack can't get to sleep because he's still thinking about Flip. He goes into the bathroom and takes some hidden drugs. Yep, from a shaving cream can. Yep. We see a lot of hidden drugs in this episode. There's also like a pill bottle just inside a banana. <laughs> like he peels the banana and it's pills and like under a cactus and like in a vodka bottle or something. I have so many little things like weird ornaments and stuff in my room and like little boxes and like fake books and like trick puzzle boxes and shit like that that I could add drugs in. It really w- makes me wish I took drugs. <laughs> A year ago, I got a big bag of these nice hard candies I like and just hid them all through a bunch of my stuff in my room. Found one yesterday. Pretty sweet. Literally. <laughs> Listeners send drugs. <laughs> or hard-boiled candy. Yeah. We'll also take that. They were, like, individually wrapped. I wasn't just, like, putting sticky candy into, like, the backs of clocks and stuff. <laughs> That's where it was. It was, like, in the back of that pigeon clock that I turned into a photo frame. Oh, yeah. My favorite pigeon. Oh, nice. I felt real sad. Like, I miss seeing your sweet little things in your room. I have to come visit. See my new and improved room. Okay, yeah. So, he takes some hidden drugs and he hallucinates a large staircase. But also, I just noticed when I was, like, watching along then that also the, the walls of the bathroom... They just, like, collapse because they're fake walls because he's up back on the soundstage. And then Gina comes in and says that his problem is that he's taking the character home with him. And then we jump to the next morning. I've got to say, having it so that, like, even though the reasoning for why the Filbert set looks exactly like Bojack's house is, like, ludicrous and contrived and just for laughs, like, it's a really good device for these reality breaks. Yeah. Like, not being sure which he's in. I wonder what they came up with first. Because, like, they had the perfect reason. Yes, and the next morning, Bojack thinks he sees a floating bro- silhouette head, I think. So, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> You're just reading your notes verbatim? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I've got the episode playing. Is Does he just see the balloon again? Is that what you mean? Right? Yeah. Surely. That makes more sense. Yeah, and he's got pills hidden under cactuses. Sorry, there's a loud car. Vroom, vroom. Hoon. Yep. Is the word hoon an onomatopoeia? Like, is, that, is it because it's the noise of a car just going, hoon, hoon? <laughs> like, um, is I that an Australianism? So. Do other people say hoon? I don't know. 
I feel like if other people said Hoon, it would have come up in the Fast and Furious films. <laughs> and I'm trying to picture Vin Diesel being like, you're just a fucking Hoon. And I cannot picture that. H-O-O-N, listeners, look it up. Yeah, I am. Not you. Delegate, Paige. Delegate to the listeners. Yep, it's Australian New Zealand. It's short for hooligan. Oh, so if you trace it back far enough, it's racist against the Irish. I knew it. Oh. Hoon being a contraction of hooligan is way stupider than it just being the noise allowed car mix, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if the the pinky thing, if that's just Australian New Zealand or if that's like a common thing. Wait, which thing? The pinky thing. The pinky thing? You wave a, when they do that, you wave a pinky at them. Do you? Like you're drinking a fancy cup of tea? (laughs) Yeah, it's meant to be like you have a small penis. Oh. Mm. But they can tell it's not your penis, it's on your hand. <laughs> but it's Do you a... put your hand down your pants and stick <laughs> it out through the fly? I just feel like by the time you negotiated that, they'd be gone. <laughs> no, you just kind of like, instead of like, if somebody was being annoying in the street, you'd stick a finger up at them, like rude finger. Yeah. Um, give them the bird, that's the more adult phrase than rude the finger. The bad finger. The singer. Instead of doing that, you're like... Pinky. I've never heard of that, but okay. I guess if someone did that, I would know what they meant. Okay. Like, I would figure it out through context. Yeah. Drive safe, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm goofing it, because <laughs> No, she's giving me lots of information about pinky fingers. Um, anyway. Fun <laughs> trivia fact about pinkies. Smaller than the average penis. <laughs> um, so, why Bojack's in the kitchen and note gets passed under his door, saying, you did it bad. I'm gonna it's tell. One of them serial killer notes that's made of cutout letters from magazines. Yeah. Um, that would, were those invented like before typing was widespread? Because I, f- I feel like the only reason you would do the cutout letters thing is to disguise your own handwriting. Like, it yeah. only makes sense if your only other option is writing it out by hand. I thought it was, like, I thought the Zodiac started it for some reason. Maybe, but he, did he just do that because he didn't own a typewriter? <laughs> Ted Cruz, right in. <laughs> it's just a lot of effort to go to. It is. And, like, frankly, probably gives you as much or more information about you than if you'd written it by hand. Like, if you're in a big city or something, because they'll be able to, like, maybe figure out which magazines things are from, and there are, like, lots of opportunities for you to get your fingerprints all over it. Yeah. So I imagine that if it was, like, one specific person that started it, it, like, there was an element of, like, taunting them. Mm. Like, I I own so many magazines, (laughs) you're... I've done a lot of murders and I'm just sitting here reading magazines and I'm not even recycling them. I'm just cutting them out and using them for murder notes. I don't want to even keep them and read them later. I'm going to destroy them. Yeah, all right. So then at the end of this bit, um, we hear the, the Bojack narration voice. The Bojack mysteries will continue after this. Then we go to Todd's office, and Todd's sitting at a desk. Yeah, this is like an ad he's recorded. <laughs> and he um, takes a smuff on his... A smuff. He takes a puff, I guess, on his... It's one of those really old-timey wooden vapes. <laughs> what do you call them? It is. <laughs> Hello, I hope you're enjoying Filbert. But he, he does a... a um, clock in the smoke which i thought was very impressive it's very impressive that he blows a smoke ring that's a clock and then blows the hands of the clock into the clock 
but it pisses me right off that the time is wrong. <laughs> like, there are all these clocks behind him that are showing what is presumably the correct time. <laughs> if you're gonna learn to do that, do it right, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the, um, the dark patch on his suit is? <laughs> I think it's from when he had a string cheese in his pocket and there's, like, grease oh, wow. that's bled through. <laughs> oh, that's so good. What a disgusting boy. I love him. My beautiful, giant-headed, disgusting trash son. <laughs> I did not realize I was supposed to sell ads for this show. So, if anyone wants to buy $30 million worth of ad time or work out some sort of licensing arrangement, I am desperate and will say yes to anything. He's not great at his job. No, he's not. And was that his only job, advertising? I guess that that translated in season one to him, like, trying to keep people who had already bought ads happy because he was doing a lot of, like, budgeting stuff. Yeah. Okay. When he said season one, I was like, he didn't have this job in season one. Season one of Philbert. Yeah. I Are you it. confusing Philbert for Bojack? <gasps> I am. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so back at Bojack's house, Bojack hides the note. Who said this? What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Whatever this creep has on me could ruin the show. And there goes Gina's newfound happiness. I gotta find out who sent this for her sake. Then we go to the show when Philbert and Sassy are going to see the coroner. We got a lot of history, me and the coroner. Here's a picture. She used to be one of my closest friends. Used to. Times change. Diane, Diane, Diane! I know you sent me the note. And then he actually shows up, in real life, at Diane's house. She's the coroner of his life. Yeah. I didn't send this dumb note. You love revealing my secrets. Who else could have done it? I don't know. Who'd you piss off this week? She's right. A lot of people have it out for me. Um, so in Philbert, Philbert and Sassy find the coroner is dead. And isn't she dressed in the same outfit that she was in that picture? I guess. Yeah. Everyone only has one outfit, though. Yeah, and coroners all like to wear Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. It's the most well-known thing about them. Uh, Bojack takes some hidden pills out of some kind of award, and he stares at the letter. And then he picks up his phone, and he calls Charlotte. And her husband picks up, and he pretends to be from the cable company and asks some questions. <laughs> He's doing this voice that sounds kind of... I'm doing a survey for the cable company. Um... On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your cable service? What's his name? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how is your marriage? The Scottish man. Highlander. Highlander. So it sounds like your wife isn't obsessed with a desire to exact revenge on a former friend. What? For cable-related reasons or otherwise. Sean Connery? Sean Connery, god damn it, why did my brain keep on saying Philip Seymour Hoffman to me? I knew that wasn't it the whole time. <laughs> Highlander is a really interesting reference. I've never seen it. <laughs> but he he says, you're the man now, dog, at the end. I'm pretty sure there's a movie where Sean Connery says that. Gotta get back to Scotland, you're the man now, dog. Well, that didn't pan out. We got no leads and the Olive Garden won't deliver. Because <laughs> they reference it on My Brother, My Brother and Me once. <laughs> So that is a fun reference, I imagine. <laughs> also, Bojack's phone contacts include Banksy, Sandra Bullox, 
<laughs> and Nick Cage, brackets, don't call, and Chipotle, brackets, do call. <laughs> He's gone to the trouble of marking Nick Cage, don't call, Yeah. but Charlotte's number is not only still in his phone, but still just as Charlotte. Mm. You would think he would at least put don't call next to Charlotte. If he's going to keep her number in his phone, which I think he also shouldn't. Yeah. And that, to me, suggests that he is repressing that stuff that happened so much that he hasn't even wanted to edit that contact. Mm. This is probably the first time he's found it in his phone again. Yeah. I think it's interesting that we get to see Kyle again, but we don't get to see Charlotte or Penny. No. Like, not even in the background, not even in photos. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But we learn that, um, the... Still married and going well. Now on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your daughter's sexual maturity? Boy, that's a sticky one. I'm just reading what's in front of me. I don't even know how to judge that. Uh, let's say that one is horribly scarred by an older man she trusted and is now dedicated to getting the word out about the bad thing he did. And ten has slowly explored her body in a healthy way on her own timetable and is now completely emotionally well-adjusted. I don't know, maybe eight? I feel like I'm kind of defaulting to eights. Honestly, 80% sexually healthy is probably, like, above average for a young American adult. Yeah, yeah. Terrible sex education in your country country guys <laughs> i think we can presume because he says like you know we've had our rough patches but we move past them i think that we can assume that kyle knows what happened with penny i don't know if he necessarily knows what happened with charlotte yeah that's a because good like the thing that happened with penny was like much more extreme and would obviously overshadow it but like i wonder if charlotte told him about Bojack kissing her, and if she did, did she tell him about how she, like, reciprocated for quite a few seconds? Yeah. I think there's there's probably good odds that they did have the whole conversation. It seems like they have a fairly healthy marriage. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I took that as, uh, I guess, implying that he knew about it, if I really think about it. Because mm. that would be a pretty big conversation, but I feel like, what's the bad It'd be two pretty big conversations. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be a yeah. lot to deal with. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder if Penny knows that Bojack made out with Charlotte right before the thing happened with them. Ooh. Did they share that with her? That's a really huh. good question. I feel like Kyle would be the one, like, he seems like the type of guy who'd be like, oh, thank you for telling me, and then, like, they would get past it. Yeah. Like, he'd be upset that happy with honesty i don't know we don't know about that much about kyle he wears a great t-shirt so he's probably a billionaire <laughs> yeah so then we go back to philbert sassy and philbert look at the map of where the stranglings are happening there are some books on the desk that uh, include done in the shark and in cod blood <laughs> also philbert never gets a last name does he i think his last name is cop joke <laughs> Okay, so we go back to Bojack's house, but later it turns out to be the set. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Bojack just put together a map of all the possible people that could have sent him the note. Got his own cork board with all his potential enemies on it, which include Lenny Turtletub, Diane, Kelsey, and Abe. Yeah, Kelsey, blast from the past. Yeah. And he's also got um, the assistant that's the squid helping him. I'm not sure production assistants are supposed to help make lists of enemies. Hey, if you're going to whine like that, you can put your own picture on the wall, too. Oh, shit. What time is it? I got to get to set. Uh, we are on set. Oh, yeah. We are, in fact, on set. I really like the squid. Me, 
too. That's not where the beat goes, and I miss the taint beak theory, but it's still a very cute character design. <laughs> also, she just has, like, a lot of normal arms with normal joints, and I feel like the squid bartender had tentacles with hands on the end, but I might be remembering that wrong. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. I trust your memory. And he flashes back to the stairs. Um, and then he comes to, and he's kind of walked over to Flip's office, and he overhears Flip and Princess Carolyn talking about Rojak knowing about the icy pole people. Refuse to say popsicle. Oh, he's not onto anything. Uh. I think he knows about the popsicle guys. Um, and Mr. Peanut Butter is talking to Pickles on the phone. Gotta go. Love you. Love being monogamous. <sighs> hey, Bojack. Uh. Look at you skulking behind doors with a malevolent aura. Someone is hiding something. How did you know? Did you talk to Diane? Can we just pretend this whole thing never happened? What whole thing? Thank you. If they kept fucking, I genuinely don't remember. Who, him and Diane or him and... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's for next episode. Yeah. Um, and then Boobit and Sassy are lying in the bed, but Bojack keeps accidentally calling Sassy Gina. Um, and he does a scene where he's threatened by Mr. P- Mr. Peanut Butter's character. <gasps> Fritz, we're not so different, you and I. In fact, in many ways, you might even say we're the same. You're not real. You don't have to do this. You can trust me. I do trust you. <sighs> but I don't trust her. <laughs> That's why I still have a landline. <laughs> and then Bojack is putting together the pieces of his own case. Mr. Peter Butter, he's up to something. Something involving Diane. But what do they all have in common they all made filbert this whole show is designed to reveal my secrets and destroy me and poor gina is caught up in the madness i have to find a way to protect her get it everyone's evil it's a conspiracy to destroy you protect gina got it the fascinating mysteries of detective bojack who is great will continue after this i love when he picks up some pieces of broken glass and like puts them against each other and says the pieces are starting to fit together literally (laughs) but like the pieces of glass he's holding super don't like they don't fit together (laughs) at all which is just a great illustration of his paranoia and pareidolia um and then on the set Bojack's into monologuing to himself out loud. Bojack, what's going on with you? I can't tell her the truth. She's safer knowing nothing. You realize you just said that out loud? Oh, sorry. It's too many night shoot. You do know this is real, right? More real than you even know, dull face. Face. Clocks have faces. That's it! (laughs) Where the hell is he going? Busts into Todd's office. Todd Chavez, the man in charge. Hi, Bojack. The gif is up, Bozo. Spill the beefs. Okay, you got me. In order to offset the cost of video hosting, I needed to sign a licensing deal with a pharmaceutical company. You see the the billboard's got, like, the same note letters on it? That's cool, because you think it's in his brain. When... So, like, he has another one of those, like, flash psychosis breaks and, like, his car is suddenly, like, on a set driving. Yeah. Is that how that... Do cars go on a treadmill in movies? Because his car's going on a treadmill. Yeah. I think they do. Well, they used to. It's like an old Hollywood trick. No, like, I, I know they do the thing where, like, you just see the top half of the car and you can see the thing, like behind them and that's like on a conveyor belt but he's like literally driving on a treadmill as well yeah no and that just seemed like if that has ever been a filmmaking thing boy howdy must that have gone wrong a couple of times yeah wow like i've seen how a person on a treadmill can go wrong and (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and I've also got board games and lunch boxes to sell with Bojack's face on them. And there's heaps of cardboard cutouts in the office with Bojack saying, oopsie, got a poopsie. And there's one of Gina saying, yippee cancer. Bojack finds another note on Todd's table. So you wrote the note? Uh, no, that's... Tell me the truth, Chavez. Uh, Have you always been secretly jealous of me? Um, Did you hate that you were a nothing and I was a successful cop? Uh, Did you hey, create this entire television show to destroy me? That's a lot of questions, but generally, no. Um, and then Bojack ends up knocking over some cutouts of himself, and then one with Mr. Peanut Butter on it. <laughs> gets pushed forward by the sex robot, and of course, what it says gets construed by Bojack because it's coming to shoot him. Fritz, put down the gun! No, Bojack, that's not- I am going to blow my load. Don't do it! Don't pull the trigger! It is imminent! Prepare to exchange fluids! No. I think that's my least favorite reoccurring joke. <laughs> He freaks out and Bojack's like going to try and run after it and Todd grabs him but then everything around him turns into a set and it all just collapses down and um, he's left in the dark. And then Gina appears. Bojack, what are we doing? What? All this running around. Gina. You solve this little mystery, fix this little hole and then everything will be fine. You don't want that. How dreadfully Boring. Huh? Life is a never-ending show, my friend. A twisting, turning, ever-bending show. And then she does a musical number. Yeah, it's basically just like a whole lot of haunting things from Bojack's past as this big musical number. Yeah. Including like a full cast of like important people from Bojack's life, but they're being played by actors. Like they're visibly like different people dressed up as the people from his life. Like there's a human woman in a hollyhock costume yeah. that includes like one of the big horse heads. There's also a Herb, a Sarah Lynn, a Diane, um, a Kelsey, a Princess Carolyn, a Penny, and a Wanda and a Todd. Yeah. It's interesting that Wanda's in there. I feel like he doesn't think about Wanda that much. Or no. at least we don't hear about him thinking about her much. Yeah. Oh, and Gina, like, twirls Sarah Lynn away against a backdrop of planetarium stars. <gasps> does, well, don't really. It's, like, the first thing she does. Oh and then we see, God. like, a, a bunch of locations. Like, we see the escape from LA, and we see the, like, observation, the telescope dealie that he hung out with Herb on. Yeah. And the Hollywood sign, the horse and the round house, and his own house. And I think Charlotte's house? Yeah, I reckon that's from when the boat was parked in Charlotte's mm. driveway. There's like a bit of house there as well. And then Gina's in the Dick Cavett show and there's someone dressed up as Secretariat. And then he goes down a hatch and there's a series of these like monochromatic tableaus that kind of scroll past behind them that are like in a really similar style to the cartoony visions he has inside his head in the Piece of Shit episode. Mm. There's one of him about to throw the doll out the window in front of his mum and the nurse and Hollyhock. And there's him and Charlotte and Penny on the escape from LA. And then there's one of him with the makeup artist from Horse and Around. Yeah, and she looks really... She's like turned away playing with her hair and Bojack looks either kind of like guilty or defensive. Mm. That's the second time they've seeded something to do with that in this episode. I would not be surprised if what happened with her features prominently 
prominently in the next season. And there's also him stealing the D from the Hollywood sign. And then he's in the, I think is like the um, Michigan cabin. Yeah, that he rebuilt. Oh, and then he's like dancing with a woman dressed as his mom. Yeah. And then she dances into like a coffin. Yeah. It's all pretty disturbing. It is. The like unblinking horse heads are kind of disturbing. But like, to be honest, the people who are just like meant to be people from his life, but they're just played by completely different actors yeah. are like way more unsettling to me. And it's really interesting that Gina is in it as herself, I guess, or she's playing, like, whoever this weird, like, singing MC character is. Yeah. Cool outfit. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and then the Bojack balloon explodes and, like, hits him in the face and you see his nose gush with blood very briefly. Don't stop dancing, not being the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Also, he, like, sits bolt upright in bed going, like, ah! And, like, Gina just doesn't wake up. She's a heavy sleeper. I feel like if my partner sat straight up in bed and, like, made weird <laughs> noises of distress, I would wake up. Yeah, that's a good point. Some people are just heavy sleepers. In his, like, weird flashes to the dark place, what are... are is the staircase from something? Like, is that a set of stairs from his life? Because oh. I don't recognize them but they're very specific and very like there's a lot of attention drawn to them i i don't know i thought throughout this whole episode there's a lot of like like references to showbiz itself and i thought they were like the staircase was another reference of that oh there's a reddit post this first guy seems to just think it like is a reference to heaven i guess he ain't going there no yeah everybody just seems to think it's his gates of heaven that's boring. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of that. Like, I feel like these are kind of near-overdose experiences he's having. Oh, yeah. But, like, he walks all the way up those fucking stairs, guys, and he did not die. So, I don't think that it is just heaven. I don't think it's that simple. Alright. So, then Sassy pulls a gun on Bojack, but in real life, um, Gina has found his hidden pill collection and confronts him about it. I found one of your stashes in the toilet paper rolls. And then I looked around the house and found all your other clever little hiding places. How many of these do you take a day? Hey, those are mine. Okay, I, I need those. <gasps> I swear to God, you try that again and you're dead. Sassy, I'm not the bad guy here. It's Fritz. I didn't want to have to tell you this, but he's back. I don't know how. In Philbert, we find out that Fritz never existed. And Philbert was the one that killed everyone. Yep, full Tyler Durden. Who's Tyler Durden? Exactly. Who is Tyler Durden? It's a reference to. I must know. I can't tell you about it because that would be in violation of the first two rules. Let's move on. Ah, oh, okay. Got it. No, I got it now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and he comes after Sassy. Um, and then back in real life, we're seeing Bojack chase Gina to try and get the, the drugs off him. And she reveals that the note that he's been making a big fuss out of um, was actually just marketing for the show. The whole time, trying to figure it out, he never fucking flips it over. Yeah, or like folded it in half or anything. Or notices that it's not a collage. Like, it's it's printed. Yeah. Like, no one handmade, or someone handmade it and then like scanned and printed it. Yeah. I get, like, it, that would... He's not well. He's not, exactly. But it Quite does... frankly, I think that it excuses any and all behaviour in this episode, <gasps> current or future. Ooh. Um, 
I don't think anything slipped my mind that'll make me retract that. <laughs> um, but that's why it was on the billboard, and that's why it was on the um, on Todd's desk because it's marketing yep, material. Everyone Everyone got it. Yeah, in Philbert. Philbert. It turns out that Philbert made the note himself because he was racked with grief and insanity or something. I don't know. Guilt, that's the word. <laughs> you don't remember shooting that scene? Well, I, I, I guess I've been a little distracted. Distracted? You've been high. No, it's not high, Gina. That's not. It makes things normal. Normal? You're a goddamn mess and you're going to ruin my show. Then in Philbert, Sassy pleads with Philbert to be better and not to be bad. Then in real life, Bojack demands the pills back and he punches a wall really violently. I'm going. G- Gina, no, come on. Stay away from me. Get help or don't. I don't care anymore. G- Gina, no. Uh, uh, and then in Philbert, they're doing a scene where Philbert's strangling Sassy. <laughs> okay, cut. <laughs> See, that looks real. Please, stop. Bojack, he said cunt. Bojack, buddy. Uh, I think he's really strangling her. What? Oh, no. Turn the camera back on. Gina, you okay? It feels like ages, but it's probably like a second. And then Mr. Peanut Butter and heaps of other people run in and tear it's Bojack It's a good few seconds after Mr. Peanut Butter first identifies there's seems to be a problem. Yeah. But, like, this is a very weird situation, plus bystander effect. Yeah, I reckon it's that as well. It's, like, especially with them knowing him, they Mm. must have been, like, my eyes must be wrong. He he never seemed like a strangler. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, so, yeah, Bojack gets pulled off and we can see the hand marks around Gina's neck. Mm. and Her her eyes are like blood vessels and her eyes have popped. Yeah, and, like, all her makeup's run because she was... And we get the fuck of the season. Yeah. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, and then it goes to darkness and Bojack sees the stairs again and then he walks up them and he comes out to, like, a watercolour background where he's Mm. just face-to-face with the giant inflatable inflatable filbert much like the stairs this is something where i feel like the symbolism is significant but ambiguous like i don't know exactly what the filbert balloon is meant to symbolize but i still think that it's meant to be like something to do with how it's this larger than life icon of what bojack is in the public eye yeah but it's ultimately empty just like him Mm -hmm. i don't know and what did the bit with Margot Martindale mean then? I think that was just meant to be like weird foreshadowing. Oh, okay. Like, cause it, like it's funny because we um, see Margot Martindale again. I feel like they just want an excuse to do that. But oh, okay. also because we're like, why is there a big Bojack floating around? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I feel like maybe there's also some significance to the fact that the balloon is out of control. Mm. The fact that it's it was released from its tethers when Diane did a thing and then hasn't really recovered and is just like floating around aimlessly. Ooh, yeah. And he's finally facing that because he finally did something that even in his drug-addled state he realized was really bad and now he's face to face with how out of control his life has become yeah. or some shit like that. The end theme is just very minimal piano and strings, which I thought was fun and classy. <laughs> what you want from Bojack. You want fun and classy. Yeah. Not depressing and sad. 
You know, this happens to me all the time, but I honestly can't remember what happens next episode. So that'll be I fun. remember some parts of it. Shall we murder a horse? Yep. You can email us at horseandaloud at gmail.com. So you can also tweet at us at horseandaloudpod if you'd like. And you can also find us on Tumblr or Facebook. The Horse and Aloud Saddle Club is really popping off yeah. with a record number of people saying things, yeah, including like... me and Paige. Still very little, but some. Yeah. Some at all. Feel free to check it out. It's like four of us talking. Did you think it was funny when he was like, where's everyone from? And I was like, the podcast. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, please rate or review it on iTunes, or just have terrifying recurring visions of the promotional balloon you made for us at our request last episode. <laughs> good call, Beth. Thanks. I'm Jam DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And until next time, suck, suck a dick, dick dumb, dumb shit. shit.